1: Jay, how you feel, man? We coming in on a one week before Thanksgiving um, episode six. Like I said, who you, who you want to name this episode after? Uh, Brad Sellers or Alex Caruso? Uh,
0: let's go with the Caruso.
1: Caruso, I'm down, I'm I'm with it, man. I'm with Caruso. it. I'm with it. Man, no no love for your no love for your boy though. Uh. Keith Bogans? Uh, who? <laughs> <laughs> who? <laughs> you you know who that is, man. The starting point guard. What was he the starting point guard? Well, I he think he was, a, he was a... he,
0: Okay, so he he flip-flopped back and forth. It was either uh Keith Bogans was starting cuz he was the better shooter than Ronnie Brewer, but sometimes we will put um we will match Ronnie Brewer up against uh the two guards depending on but they are yeah. both be like Damn, near the same player. Couldn't shoot. You're right. You're right. You're right. Because I was, was
1: going to say, I was going to, I was about to correct you. Like, who did you say was a better shooter? Keith, who? Keith Bogans?
0: Yeah, he was, I don't uh, remember that. He shot the ball. I guess we could say that
1: shit. Okay. All right. Oh, a a a rotation player for the last great. I'll let you think about it if we want to name it the Keith Bogans or the Brad Sellers or the, or we can keep it at the Alex Caruso. That's that's cool with me, man. Speaking of your boy Caruso, man, he's having – what kind of season would you say he's having?
0: Uh, I would say he's having an expected season. This is what Caruso do. Um, Comes in, plays excellent defense. He's damn near a part of every play that's going on on the court. He's not – I wouldn't call him a proficient, Three point shooter, but he has been knocking down those timely three pointers uh, for the Bulls. Um, now I think we might have found our starting four man in Alex Caruso.
1: Did you? Well, I'm sorry, I'm sure I didn't hear you correctly. Did you say starting four?
0: Yeah, we we found our starting four man in Alex Caruso. He's picking up the slack for Patrick Williams. Uh, you know, they they slotted him in over Tory Craig. So yeah. I, Alex Caruso is our starting power
1: forward now. And, hey, he's been affecting the game. I mean, if he's affecting the game, hey, you got to do what you got to do. But I mean that for somebody who's what Alex Caruso is what six three? Yeah, 6'3". Uh, so, no, he's he's he, no, he's six five. He's six five. He's a, at least he's at least he's taller than Javante Williams, who you had running the four last couple of seasons. Exactly. Um, but I mean, it, it might be a step in the right direction. I know it, whatever you're doing is helping him be productive on an individual basis as of right now he's having a career season in points uh field goal percentage shots made and everything's flowing in his direction so i that's right the right uh hot hand right
0: uh um, you can but the, the only concern that i have with Caruso um if you play him big minutes he's going to get hurt uh it's just his style of play um he, he's like a high impact player, like into collisions, um, explosive. But every single game, it's like he's always hitting the floor. And you gotta be, you gotta be afraid of that. Anytime he hits the floor, it's like it, it's definitely a concern of him being out for a month or two. Mm-hmm. Um he looks like the Bull's best player at the moment. Um, and if that's true, that that's definitely concerning. Mm-hmm.
1: And, yeah, if, that, if, if, if he is the Bulls' best player, it is concerning. Well, as of right now, the Bulls are 4-9. They are about we're, they are about to tip off against the Miami Heat in a first of a home-and-home – well, not a home-and-home, home, but a, a, a two-game at home for uh, at, at the United Center. Bulls 4-9, Bulls are 4-9, 12th in the conference. Uh, let's talk about those – the first – Home The first Florida invasion at the United Center, the Orlando Magic. They were in Chicago. One of them was an the in-season tournament game, which was the, that was the last game, was an in-season tournament game. They lost to them, so the Bulls failed to 0-2 in the tournament. And they fell to 1-4 and in games decided by 5 or less. The last episode, me and the uh, Sports Life of Hip Hop crew, we would say well, we expected the Bulls to sweep the Magic. But Cole Anthony and crew had some had other plans, man. It's three game losing streak. I don't, I don't. It, it sounds like it's it's it, it's time the wheels are falling off. They've given up already.
0: Yeah, uh, it's definitely uh, you know with the trade rumors for Zach Levine, um, we we definitely getting the real wheels turning on a rebuild. Um, I don't even, I don't think we're gonna be able to get. Um, any players back that's going to make an immediate impact for us to compete this year uh, for Zach Levine if we were to trade him off. Um, Even if we were able to trade him off and get some type of impact player, we still would have an incomplete team uh, that's still missing pieces. Um, As far as losing to the Magic, they are a young, uh, talented, up-and-coming team. I think they just recently beat the Bucks too. Um, That team is deep. They, they have a lot of talent. Franz Wagner, Paulo Buncaro, Wendell Carter, who's currently injured. Um, oh, we got man. Mo Wagner backing him up. Goga Badazzi backing him up. Uh, Markel Fultz is actually coming around to the player that, um, that he can be. Not quite what he was coming into the league. He, he still needs to work on his shot a little bit. But everything else is, is there for the kid. Athleticism, court vision, defense, uh, getting into the paint. Uh, playmaker, he's doing a lot for them. So they, they they have a really solid team right now. that can make some waves in the East.
1: Yeah, they they are deep. They've I don't know how they find time for everybody uh, on this team to uh, get their their minutes together. They they even got Joe Ingles out running around getting twenty minutes a game. I don't yeah. know. I don't <laughs> even know how that how that's happening. You know, Joe, no ACL Ingles. What's going on there? But Cole Anthony, Jalen Suggs, and the rest of the crew, they were able to come into Chicago and take two games from the Bulls. Um, sending the Bulls, giving the Bulls the first of two of their current three-game losing streak. Well, second of the second and third uh, of their second and third losses of their current three game losing streak. Uh, so the last game, Bulls lost by six, 97-103. This, this one was for the in season tournament. Um, what, was there anything to, what should the Bulls have done to win this game? It seemed like it was just too little, too late. The Bulls just, they fell asleep in the first quarter, the first half. They just didn't have it. They tried to fight back in the second half. And it was just, again, too little, too late.
0: I said both these games, uh, both these games, the Bulls came out lethargic no energy, no effort in the first half. I think both first halves against the Magic, they scored 33 points. Right. <laughs> that's pathetic. Uh, you, you play two uh, two quarters of basketball and you only score 33 points? Uh, that's crazy. I think that um, for both games, that definitely hurt us coming down the stretch. Um, just saying like our stars couldn't get it together, couldn't get it going until late um, in the half of both games. Uh, I think the last game, Booch, he shot like four for four, like four for sixteen. Like that's definitely not going to cut it out of our, uh, you know, our third star, uh, third most usage. That's definitely not going to cut it. I Think he ended the game with ten and ten. Um, I think Zach Levine he started to catch fire that uh, like the last quarter of the game, but they were making all these moves by, but it was too late by the time they were trying to do all this. The the Magic already had their foot on the Bulls necks, and they wouldn't let up until that uh, until the Bulls started to make their run. But, you know, ultimately, the Magic were victorious.
1: Carter Rosen didn't, didn't play in both games. He missed the first game of his back-to-back. The second game he came back, he scored. He had 23 on 50% shooting. Um, pretty standard game for him. Yeah, Vooch, yeah. Vooch he, he was 10-10. and 10. He had a terrible shooting game. The first game against the Magic, it was Zach who had a had terrible shooting game. Um, he was pretty. I think he was six of seventeen, something, something along those lines, for like yeah. nineteen points. Just, just basically, you know, just throwing stuff up there and you know trying to see what sticks. The last game is which the, the one that you referenced. He had uh he had, had a uh, scoring break breakout, thirty four points on twelve of twenty shooting. Um, it's just like they can't get, they can't figure it out. They can't get. They all can't click at the same time. And I definitely think some of those. Zach trade rumors are, have affected the, uh, the locker room. At, as I've said in previous episodes, I think Zach is just, you know, he's just not a fit in the locker room. And I don't think this, I don't think Zach's a bad guy or, you know, causing locker room issues, but we, you, you remember the report last season, you know, they had to, they had to have a, another player only meeting. We we had to tell Zach, like, Hey man, look, um, stop all that crying about not having, not getting the ball a lot. Now, now that DeRozan's here. Now, now he wants to trade, and they had to, I think they had another, another player-only meeting. Where they had to like, you know, hey Zach, are you are you in or you out, bro? Um, yeah, it's about that time, man. It's about that time you break up, break this thing up, and you hit on it. You don't think the Bulls can get something for for Zach that'll be an immediate impact? But what would you like to? What would you like the Bulls to get? Would you like them to get somebody? Would you like to get a package of players that can help now? Or would you want or you want to start rebuilding like a, a complete rebuild?
0: I was I was always down for the complete rebuild, um, depending on how we went about it. If we get rid of Zach, I don't I don't think we'll be able to compete with DeRozan and Vooch as the main the main guys. I don't think we'll get back a haul that'll make this team a contender. That'll probably just put us right back in a similar situation where, where let's imagine a situation where everybody was happy with their role, happy content. I think we would still be like a play-in team or a low seed playoff team. Even if we were to trade Zach, we'd be getting back a package of players that would put us in that same position. It really wouldn't change anything. Uh, as a fan, I really don't want to go through another rebuilding season uh, with the Bulls because it seemed like we're doing it every other season. seems like we are putting it together. Uh, When we got Billy Donovan and we got uh, Lonzo Ball, um, DeRozan, Levine, it seemed like we were headed in the right direction. Then we brought on Booch. It it looked like we were headed in the right direction. Injuries derailed this team. No personalities aren't getting along. So we do have to go uh, as far as, like, moving Zach Levine. I definitely want to try to get some picks back, uh, just start planning for the future. Um. Yeah, I'd even have to look at some of the picks that we have and see what position those those picks are in. I know we traded off uh, some of that, uh, some of our picks to get some of the players that we have, I think, like Booch. But as far as like being a fan, I want to see us going to, uh, I hate to say this, going to a rebuild mode. I I don't, even if we were to get in the players, I don't see us competing with any of those top teams or even coming out of the East.
1: So a complete rebuild, not a refresh, not a restart. You, You trying to get rid of Zach. You're getting rid of DeRozan. You might even have. You might even have to get rid of who you called him, the best player on the team, Alex Russo.
0: <laughs> yeah, man, we're gonna we going have to get rid of. We're gonna have to get rid of everybody. Um, De, DeRozan, he I don't see him staying with this team, trying to take us nowhere. This almost looking like a similar situation to what he had in Toronto. Um, it's not as bad as it was in in San Antonio, where he was just there trying to keep his trade value up so he can get moved. Um but I don't see him elevating this team um, to any more than what they are already. Um, Man, with the Bulls right now, they need to start planning for the rebuild, getting some fresh picks, uh, looking at the different free agent, um, free agencies that's coming up and seeing what we can actually go after. Um, We've already extended Billy Donovan. So they need to get him, uh, get him in the front office, see what type of players that he wants to bring in, see what type of system he wants to run. It wouldn't make any sense to to get rid of him, and we just extended him. So, yeah, we, we need to work more with Billy Dunham and see what type of culture, uh, what type of team he wants to create because the players we have now, they we already see they don't fit with the system that he's trying to run. Um, yeah, the, the, the players, we, we just don't have a good team right now.
1: That sucks. Yeah. You know, I- like I said, Alex Caruso is at his highest trade value right now. He's got career highs in almost every category. Yeah, probably, if you're going to trade on, you might as well do it. And the one team that's popping up pretty much always when it's trade rumors about any star, air quote, star, star for Le- uh, Levine, the Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah. Would you would you be happy sending Levine and possibly Alex out Al west?
0: Um <clears throat> I would look out for, I would look out for those guys. You know, the vein came here. If he did what he could do, I, I could see why he's upset. Um, you know, just, just, you know, put him in, put him, put him where he wants to go. Caruso. We, we're definitely overusing him right now. This is not a role that you would typically want him to have, but what he's done for Chicago uh, coming in, uh, being that defensive stopper, being involved in all these plays, taking on a, the, the, the offensive superstars when Zach and DeRozan don't do that. Um, yeah, I, I think we should definitely look out for Caruso, send him to the Lakers if that's where he wants to go. Um, I think he's definitely an impact player on a contending team. Uh, but definitely, I don't want to see any of these guys, um, if we can help it, I don't want to see any of these guys in our conference, because usually when we send these, well, usually when the Bulls get rid of anybody, they just start coming, anytime that they see Chicago, they come back and immediately start killing us. So I don't want to see these guys in our
1: conference. <laughs> man, you can't be worried about that, man. You try to get the best player return that you can. Um, yeah, Caruso's leading the league, leading the Bulls actually in wing shares right now. I know the, the season's young, but if you're gonna if you're going to move somebody, you probably want to make sure he's involved. I want to ask you. I want to come back on something you just said. You said you understand why Zach's upset. You you want to do right by Zach. Expound on that, please.
0: Um, You know, Zach, when Zach first came here, he was looked at as being like the the number one guy. And I thought that he had that ability to be the number one guy. Um, And I was like a fan of Zach being that number one guy. But, you know, after just having some discussions and and taking a look at his actual game, um, Zach is just, I'm not going to say he's just, he's an athletic shooter. I don't really see him you know, taking two to three dribbles to create a, a pull-up. is either he's taking a straight line to the basket to score or um, he's just going to shoot over his defender. And that's not the type of super – that's not the type of score that you want to be the main guy. It's great as like a second option, maybe as a third option. And, that, you know, I'll even say that I was wrong in thinking that he had that ability. And I know when he came to Chicago, that's what he was looking to be, that number one guy that's going to lead this team. And it just seems like the Bulls went in a different direction when they brought on DeRozan. Um, you know, it, it started off kind of as Levine's team. Then we brought in DeRozan, and then all that you know that uh, team responsibility shifted um, to DeRozan. Um, you know, Zach Levine went went along with it. Um, wasn't too mad about it at first, but you know, without uh, Lonzo being here to distribute the distribute the ball, take care of all those ball handling duties. And you know, remove that responsibility so much from DeRozan, you know, just being able to distribute to everybody equally. Um, I think that's kind of what what's led to Zach Levine, uh, his ego, uh, being involved with everything that's going on now. You know, having to pass on that responsibility to DeRozan, not being the face of the team, you know, taking a back seat to him. Um, I, I think that you know, over the course of time, that 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 stuck a pin in his uh, backside.
1: Oh, I, I guess I'm gonna play devil's advocate. What did the De- What did Zach show in the seasons prior to DeRozan getting there, that he was actually a number one guy that he actually had that that uh, that type of uh, game that he can lead a team anywhere other than the lottery?
0: Um, I mean, he, he can score points. Yeah, um, he definitely showed that that shooting guard uh, superstar potential. Um, someone that's athletic, um, someone that's shooting forty percent from three. Um, He's definitely one of those type of guys, maybe like a 45 from the field, 40 from three and maybe like 88 from free throw. Like those are superb numbers. And I I kind of had him in that tier with like a, a, a Devin Booker. But the steps that I've seen Booker take actually being able to, you know, get in that mid range, play around in that area, take maybe one or two dribbles, get to a step back, get a defender off balance and knock down the shots. That's kind of what I expected Levine to evolve into. He just never took that added step to get that technical with his game. But I always saw the potential in it. It just it just never developed. Um but that that's why that's why I was excited to bring him over. I thought he would, you know, develop those skills with the Bulls, but it just never happened. And you know, when the Rosen came over, he actually has those skills. Um he can create, um, take guys off the dribble. Uh, create in the middle of the lane, which was, you know, I I initially thought that there was a lot of issues with the Bulls offense, having Levine, I mean, having DeRozan take up that much space in the paint or in the lane and having Vooch and Levine, you know, on the perimeter, where you just get an open pass and take a jump shot. I thought they kind of slowed the Bulls down, but, you know, after realizing Levine hasn't developed, you know, that, that skillful game that was actually the, probably the offense that we should have been running. But I like the versatility that the Rosen has been showing recently uh, through this year with us not having him pound the ball in the middle, having him get the ball in motion. Um, he's actually taking a lot more threes this year too.
1: Yeah, I, I, maybe, I'm, maybe I'm not understanding. I, I don't know what Zach could be upset about. I mean, yeah, you were given the reins to be the number one guy on offense when you got here. Cool, but the team averaged twenty four wins a season until they brought DeRozan in. Yeah, you can tell me about you know the team around was fresh. I'll agree. You can tell me about that all, all day and all all day and night. However, if you are a legit number one, you you are at least bringing your team to the eighth seed. You can at least do that much. That the, yeah. NBA, the NBA is the NBA is is built. On one guy putting his team on his back. If you only put your team on your back to 25 wins a year for one, two, three, four seasons, you. I don't think you're the number. One. I don't think you deserve to be the number one. I don't. I don't think the conversation should be, we need to put some help around him. I think we need to, the conversation to be, we need to bring in some more. We need to bring in some more help to help the team get better. In fact, let me let me rephrase that. I don't think the conversation should be, he needs more help. To lead uh, to help the team win. No, I think the t- that the conversation should be the team needs more help because he ain't that guy to uh, lead the team to where they need to be. If DeRozan came in, who again he ain't like you know the uh, a super um, alpha number one guy either. I mean, I mean he has been for his career, but he's I mean not really. He ain't really that guy. I mean, he ain't really that guy. He's averaged twenty five better, I think once prior before coming to the Bulls, but if DeRozan shows up and he, and the offense is better with the ball in his hand, and he's the one closing games out and everything like that, that's an indictment on you. Not anything because someone uh, lied to you or, or anything that snake happened, nothing snakey happened. No, it's just that, you know, he's just better. And you you call that out. The ball been in Zach's hands, bad things happen. If he ain't shooting it, turnovers. Elevated shots at some points of the game. I mean, you—he'll again—he'll—he'll he'll give you twenty-seven on forty-five and forty, like you said. But if he's only giving me twenty-five wins, what do I need this for?
0: Yeah, the Carlos empty calorie points. You know, you're gonna put them yeah. points up, but they're not really leading to anything.
1: So the Bulls, Miami Heat have just tipped off uh, at the United Center. Miami riding an eight-game winning streak, as we said. The Bulls are on a three-game winning streak. Something hopefully he's got to give tonight. Can the Bulls break their winning streak? I'm not even posing that question to you because I already know where you're going
0: to go. I'm not no diehard fan that's going to be out here sugarcoating shit for the Bulls. I I know need, what product we got, and I'm tired of seeing it.
1: We need – we need Q for that. <laughs> we need the, the Bulls might the Bulls might have even broke his spirit. Um it's nine minutes left in the first half. Miami's up nine to one. Um that's a
0: that's a hold, weird no, score. Wait, you... hold on, you said nine minutes. So it's nine minutes left in the first. Yeah. They they've played for three minutes and they've only got one point. Is that is that what you're well, that
1: telling is... me? That is a weird. That is a weird thing to look at. Like, how do you, how do you only have one point? I mean, I know how you get how you get one point, but that's it's 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 funny. It's a funny thing to look at. Um, oh, wow. yeah. So, and yeah, have another
0: thirty three point first half.
1: That tr- definitely trending that way. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Which brings up the other thing. This is Billy Donovan's, I believe, fifth season with the Bulls. Mm-hmm. Um, he, they are—they did extend him, yes. So, if they were going to get rid of him, it's going to be costly. But I do think if you have another rebuild, you got to get rid of him. Mm. Um, man, I don't even know what is about he. That. What what has he done to show you that he needs to, he, he needs a crack at this? What has he done? So the, teams, I mean, the team is having a, the teams are having all player only meetings after one game. What, What is, those, what is Billy doing? He, they, I don't think anybody on the bench is the answer. I'm just going to put it out there. Nobody currently on the bench is the answer. If you're going to tear it down, you might as well tear it down all the way.
0: I, I understand it. I, I like with me when, when you're putting together. And I get why we may want to move on from Billy Donovan. But when you're putting a championship uh, organization or team together, everybody has to be clicking. um, Everybody has to be on the same page uh, from the owner all the way down to the, the 15th man on the bench. Everybody has to be on the same page. This is our goal. This is what we're trying to accomplish. Billy Donovan. I think everything just kind of fell apart when those injuries started happening. Like nobody saw this happening to Lonzo ball, um, getting that knee injury and then never playing basketball again. What he's been out for what? Three years almost.
1: Damn there. Um, and uh, that the was like, out, this will be the third season.
0: Yeah. And, and I think that he I keep repeating this. Like he was a key cog in what the bulls were trying to do. And it just seems like, um, when we lost him, everything went downhill. The Bulls never once we lost him, uh, more weaknesses and, and holes in the Bulls uh, started to open up. Like we still need a strong four man. Maybe if we would have got a, a four man to put next to Vooch, we could have competed. Um, I just, I just think like he did 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 did, 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 did Billy Donovan actually have a true chance here to compete for a championship? Yes,
1: you think so? Yes, uh, I mean I it's, 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 it's the Bulls. So championship and Bulls don't really go hand in hand. However, however, I mean this again. This is his this is his fourth season. This is his fourth season with the Bulls, and other than losing in the first round, his second season, and losing the play in last season. It don't look like it's getting better this season. You want to, you want to tear the whole thing down. Um, why? What is, what is he? What has he done to show you that? A, he can uh, uh, coach the growth out of the players you give him. I'm looking at you, Pat Williams. Or B, facilitate a a a, a relationship, a, a good working relationship with your stars. I'm looking at you, Zach Zach Levine. So. If those two things aren't – if you don't have clear yes answers out of those two things, why even start over? I mean, why even keep, keep going down this path? You just go ahead and start over all all the way.
0: True, and I, I get that. It, I, I guess it's more so once we start the rebuild, we have to start finding all of these pieces. And, you know, finding a new coach, is there – I'm not sure. Is there a coach out there that's better than Billy Donovan that the Bulls could probably get at this time?
1: I don't even think it needs to be a, a a better than conversation. I just think if you're going to start over, you might as well get a cheaper coach. I mean, why not? I mean, get get somebody who's who's um, new 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 to the uh, bring a new approach in, bring a new approach. Whatever whatever the case may be, there's a bunch of assistant coaches out there who's sure. got different plans. Younger sees the game a little different. Billy Donovan's an awesome rant. Billy Donovan's been in the game for a while. We know. We know what we're gonna get out of Billy Donovan. Yeah. He is. He he had that one year with KD and, and Russell. But I think I think that last year KD was in Oklahoma City. Then he had that Russell MVP year. And other than those two, other than those two seasons, it's been what forty five wins at the at best. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, what it it's you probably your your contract you signed the contract extension you gave him probably prevents you from doing anything immediately but i just think if you do go in the route of a rebuild and you still have billy donovan in it ain't gonna be as it it's like it's like you baking the cake with half the ingredients you know what i mean you you, you already know you you didn't you didn't start the process and you know the process ain't gonna be what you expect it to be but you know and you're still gonna come up, you're still gonna bring it out the oven and, you know you're gonna be You'll be disappointed anyway. You knew you you knew you didn't do it all the way. You knew you didn't start fresh in the beginning. Why not just do it if you if they were just supposed to do it in the beginning? You won't have to. You won't be upset when you bring bring the cake out there. oven.
0: Yeah, um, I don't know, man. I'm I, I'm just upset with the Bulls. It's just seeing like we having a, a rebuilding season, like every other season. And all these new coaches that we bring in, they all suck. Um, who do, do we have? A, well, I, I I could just run through the list of these like terrible coaches. Vinny Del Negro. Mm. Um came in after him. Um
1: Fred Hoyberg I think.
0: I, I don't know. Yeah. What it again?
1: Fred Hoyberg.
0: Fred Hoyberg. Uh, I would say the the last uh good coach that we had was Tom Thibodeau. Um and it it I'm not going to even hold him like playing the stars big minutes. Because it seemed like that's becoming a trend now in the NBA. Um let me backtrack on that. I see more and more coaches playing their stars big minutes. Um, the Nick Nurse, uh I think MA Doka is starting to do that now. Um, yeah, you know, those, two, that, those two
1: are known for that.
0: Yeah, and you know, so I, I can't really hold that against Tom Thibodeau playing the guys' big minutes, and I know he's still doing that uh with the Knicks now. But it's just who who are we going to bring in that, that's going to make us excited about being fans of the Bulls? And that's kind of what uh, I'm trying to – that's kind of where I want the direction of the Bulls to go in, somebody that's going to make us excited about being Bulls fans and somebody that's going to come in with a plan, some direction. If we can get one of these assistant coaches uh, from one of these winning organizations, that might help. Um, but it, it, it's – I don't know man like getting really Billy Donovan that that could definitely be the move just do a whole complete rebuild it's just I'm just not confident in the in the, the moves that the Bulls will make like getting rid of these guys like that's a step in the right direction but where are the Bulls going to go after they do that
1: so you've lost all all hope all faith in and me
0: um it's gonna take a it's gonna take a miracle for us to to do anything. Like when we
1: got Derrick Rose. No, 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 Jay. No. <laughs> Answer the question. Did you have you lost all faith in AkmE?
0: Not all faith, but the, the okay. faith is definitely waning. It's definitely waning.
1: Okay, if you had said yeah, I was gonna put it back in your court. Like, so you need to, so you need to fire the front office too, there.
0: Nah, we we don't need to go that far. That that's too much rebuilding. Um it's looking a lot like the Guard Packs days.
1: Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. Guard Pack still hold hold that uh they got that trophy. Well, well, <laughs> well in. They 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 had they were decades into this. They they were decades into the uh into the muck. Let let AKME have another Another tank season, and then draft another Pat Williams. Then we can have that conversation.
0: <laughs> Man, see our our tank seasons—they don't—they don't be tanking enough. They ain't, they ain't tanky enough. Like our tank season leading to another tank season, to another tank season,
1: and then you know. Well, it's, it's definitely not tanky enough if you tank for role players. It, it's definitely not. And I. I've asked this question on previous episodes. I don't even know if Pat Williams is actually a role player.
0: He do not even look like an NBA player at the moment.
1: Exactly. That's where I'm at with
0: it. Yeah. Um, yeah, he don't look like an NBA player. Uh, sucks on defense, which was supposed to be his calling card. Uh, I see the Bulls trying to get him involved in the offense. And, like, he just – even when he's not being passive, the shots just don't look like good shots. Um can't work himself into an offensive rhythm. And we brought you here for defense, and you're not even doing that. Like you, you're supposed to be this guy that's that's able to switch, but you've shown numerous times that you undersized to be trying to switch on these big guys. Um Yes. Yeah, what was he? Uh, he was a lottery pick at that? Like, why are we tanking to get a Patrick Williams out of the lottery? And and, and is this more so an indictment on? the skill and talent of Patrick Williams or is it more an indictment on the bulls not being able to develop that talent that I don't know at this time.
1: Ooh, no, 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 no. I, I think the, the question what well, the blame goes directly into your scouting. I think you overvalued like an M effort on Patrick Williams. Uh, as somebody who watches a lot of ACC basketball. I was extremely shocked when I heard his name in the lottery. Like the Bulls drafted who I watch, I watch Florida State, you know, because they're, they're throwing, they're throwing at my side because I'm a favorite, my favorite teams in North Carolina. Florida State, they have become, uh, Virginia South. They just, they play good defense. They are long, athletic team that just bugs you. But Pat Williams never struck me as a lottery type guy for that, for that, coming out of that type of system. Michael Brogdon, he, he's from the ACC. He's a guy who was, uh, he was also drafted a lottery, if I'm not mistaken. He's a guy that actually showed some promise like that while in school. Now, that was my first thing. I'm like, I think the Bulls, the Bulls reach, and they're going to – it's going to come at the him. But, you know, I stalled it out. So, in he, fact, he got, he got an NBA body. Let's see what he can – you know, let's see what he can do with it. And <laughs> the second thing that you said, the Bulls can develop. develop. But, but I don't even think – again, I don't think he was – even a lottery pick to begin with so it's really it's really you know you could you could say six one hand half dozen the other but i just think the the bigger blame should be is your scouting department and you or you reached on somebody that you know really shouldn't have been there if that's who you really want if that's who you was dead set on getting you should have traded back you should have been you should have had your uh uh you should have had your scrolls out there getting you information uh, you know, uh, uh, putting on their uh, their mask going into these other other front offices, you know, figuring out who they was looking at. And I promise you, I, I'm damn near sure no one, no one would have came back and said, Yeah, this team's looking for Pat Williams. You probably could have traded back to number 10 <laughs> and got Pat Williams. You probably could have traded back to number 15, Pat Williams. And you'll be in a better position right now. You'd have had the guy, you had the guy you wanted, and you had other pieces with it. You'd have been in a better position now, and but. I think along with the Alonzo ball injury, Pat Williams not being who you needed him to be is the two worst things that set this team back for at least another three years.
0: Yeah, let me take a look at this draft real quick. I want to see all I want to see the talent that the Bulls passed up. We had the Bulls actually received a B, B grade. For picking Patrick Williams at number four, that is. Would that crazy. be great? From, uh, so let me see. Uh, what, um, I'm I'm actually on nbadraft.net right now, mm-hmm. and this okay. So we could have had a, a Devin Vassal, Tyrese Halliburton, but I don't mm-hmm. know if the Bulls mm-hmm. needed those guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bulls,
1: the Bulls, but... need Halliburton. Who, who is the Bulls' point guard?
0: Uh, <laughs> I, I, have to, I have to go back. In time. We definitely could have used Halliburton. Um, But I, I'm, I'm actually looking at this draft. It, it, this draft wasn't that deep at all. Um, I'm not really seeing any standout names from here. Um, and that's why Cyrus you traded back. at 21. Mm, yeah. Mm, mm. Um, Emmanuel Quickly 25. Peyton Pritchard 26. Yeah, this... Uh, oh, Desmond Bain at 30, but nobody really saw him turn into what he became mm-hmm. um let I me mean, I'm, I'm actually gonna go into the second round because teams have been found in some uh quality players in the second round um yeah i'm not seeing anything here nothing yeah if you if you go back and look at this draft class like and i think that I, this has actually happened a couple of times over the uh, the course, you know, of the lifespan of the NBA and I think this gets some players unf- unfairly criticized by the draft position that they're taking it. Um when you don't have a when you don't have a strong draft class, like people still have to go in that lottery whether they're a lottery talent or not. And I think like a lot of players get flack for that being drafted like uh, who I could say uh Who was the first round fucking uh, the center for the the bullets or the wizards at the time that Jordan ran up out of there? Kwame, Kwame Brown. He was a he was an all right big man. Sets some picks, gets some rebounds, but you know uh, he he gets he gets frowned upon for being the number one pick. Which that's not his fault. Y'all just y'all evaluated him wrong, Um, Mm -hmm. but. You know, uh, Patrick Williams going at that fourth pick. I I really don't see who else would have been right there. But as you say, trade that pick, get rid of it. Like, who? There's nobody that you can immediately start that's going to make an impact on this team. But keep the pick, draft Patrick Williams, number four, play him out of position, pull in other players to play in front of him, no further uh, straining his development. I, I don't know, man. Bulls just—they messed up all around with that pick. Definitely, as you said, should have traded it out, got something back, or went uh, further down in the draft to pick up one of the players. But that 2020 draft class—it didn't look that strong at all. It's actually probably—it was actually one of the weakest draft classes I, I, I've seen. Who, who went number one?
1: Uh,
0: number one was Anthony Edwards. Mm. anthony <laughs> So, two? like. Take it out like uh, Anthony Edwards. I'm gonna go in order Anthony Edwards, James Wiseman, LaMelo Ball, Patrick Williams, Azika Koro, Aneka Okungu, Killian Hayes, Obi Toppin, uh, Denny Avdia, Jalen Smith. <laughs> this, this is the top 10 picks. Uh, Devin Vassell, 11, Tyrese Halliburton, 12, Kira Lewis. I, I don't even know that name. <laughs> uh Aaron mm-hmm. Nas uh, Cole Anthony. Isaiah Stewart. Uh let's see. Alex uh Pokazewski, uh, Josh Green, Sadiq Bey, Pressure Jatua. Th- those the first 20 picks. Like don't none of them names stand out to me.
1: Yeah, only oh, Ant and Edwards. Ant- you got Ant Edwards, you got Mellow. You got uh, Cole Anthony, and that's pretty much it. Um, yeah. yeah. Tyrese Maxx, that's 21. And, and yeah, Tyrese, Tyrese Max that you already previously named. Yeah, you're right. You're right. The, the draft was kind of soft, so the Bulls are going to be pretty much effed up anywhere they went. And to circle back to something you said earlier in the episode, they don't draft. They, they don't tank right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, don't draft well, don't tank right. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. I, I don't see the bull. I don't not the bull. I don't see the NBA. I don't see the NBA anytime soon. With all of these other young players coming in, these other organizations that they're trying to help, and also um, with them looking to expand, I don't see the NBA looking out for the Bulls no time soon. As far as like lottery picks and you know, like how they help the Spurs out, getting Victor. You know, like uh-huh. how, how they help the how how they help the Bulls get Derrick Rose that year, or how they help uh-huh. Cleveland get LeBron. I, I you know I, I don't see those things happening for the Bulls no time soon. Just just because of the direction that the NBA is headed in, um, I I hope maybe I could be wrong, but I hope that the NBA holds on to keeping the the Bulls as one of like their flagship franchises because um, you know the flagship franchises are. Are the franchises that they try to look out for the most? Lakers, Celtics, Bulls is one of them. Um, who else? Who else? Uh, Sixers. Uh, but you know, once they look out for you, it's on the organization to you know take care of the rest. And I think <laughs> they've given the Bulls, a, they've given the Bulls that that one chance with Derrick Rose, and you know we we, could, we couldn't couldn't bring it home.
1: Yeah, the NBA script writers, they're messing with y'all right now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, quick question uh, before we start wrapping it up. Uh, Who was number seven in that draft? Killian Hayes drafted by Detroit. Would you rather have Killian Hayes or Patrick Williams? The reason I ask this is because the Bulls love drafting number seven. Would
0: would I rather have Patrick Hayes or um, Patrick Williams or Killian Hayes? Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Neither one of them. I think Killian Hayes
0: is a little bit better, man. Uh, better. So, some of these players they have to come into a team that's not going to ask too much of them. Killian Hayes with the with the Pistons right now is probably a good fit, but there's a there's probably better fits for him in the NBA. Um, what the Bulls are going to need out of a point guard or what they would have needed out of a point guard as a playmaker, somebody that can shoot the three at a high clip, and someone that can defend. Killian Hayes don't have that, that package of abilities right now.
1: Okay. No, no doubt. Um, last look at the score. The Bulls are down 12-1. What you got? What, what's an updated score for the Bulls game right now?
0: Well, let's take a look at that real quick. Pull that up. One second. Wow, this is taking all day. Actually, let me just do this. So right now it's the end of the first quarter. Uh Heat are up twenty six to fourteen. Twenty six
1: to fourteen. Looking like another consecutive thirty what thirty three point first half for the Bulls. Uh what'll be the third straight yeah, game? That's just-
0: yeah, for the third mm. straight game back Florida team. Mm.
1: Yeah, well Vooch, um,
0: Vooch has four points in ten minutes, nothing else. Zach Levine has two points, four rebounds in ten minutes. The Rosen has nothing in nine minutes, but he'll eventually get going. Um, but other than those four players, uh let's what see about Vooch, Coach has zero points in five minutes. Kobe, yeah, 0.5 minutes. It looked like we uh, for the first quarter we were leaning heavily on Vucevic, Levine, DeRozan, and Caruso. Like they all have like nine minutes or more. Everybody else is a uh, seven minutes or less.
1: Mm. Okay, uh, Kobe will get going too. You know that's what he does. Eventually, uh, Michael. I don't
0: know about Michael. Kobe. No, has <laughs> nah, Kobe, been struggling these last couple of games. He, he definitely needs to to pick it up as well. Um, I, well, that could actually be a bright spot. I don't know if we want to call it that, but if Zach Levine gets moved, um, that's definitely going to increase the usage of Kobe white, uh, give him a bigger spotlight and a bigger role. So I'd be interested in seeing t- uh, how he's able to produce if we're able to uh, move Levine. Okay.
1: Yeah, that would, that would be interesting to see, you know, what happens and what, what you got out of those two high draft picks you had you got pat williams in the 2020 and it, i think kobe white was the year before the number 10 spot yeah if i'm not mistaken uh, um, maybe number that. seven maybe he was a number seven pick again uh mm-hmm. uh okay so we'll be back to review the bulls four games against florida um what you you got any more pardon shots for the Caruso show episode six
0: Man, I wish we could have uh, – I wish this could have been a better a better show that we could have dedicated to Caruso. Um, <laughs> but it is what it is. You know, you get this show dedicated to you, on a three-game slat and two consecutive 33-point uh, first halves. Hey, right, man, pick it up.
1: You know what? Don't dedicate it to Caruso. Let's dedicate it. Since, since you talked about, you know, the Bulls rebuilding and selling, this is the episode six, The Brass Sellers.
0: Okay, we can do that. The Brad Sellers Show.